Hey y'all, this episode is brought to you by my new book, Find Your Rainbow. Find Your Rainbow is a full-color guide and activity book filled with interactive and positive ways for young readers to work through issues like self-esteem, positive thinking, and even bullying. I worked on this book for two to three years. It is filled with tons of colorful illustrations, my personal stories, and I think it will really help the girls in your life. You could find the book online, but really, I recommend going to your favorite independent bookstore and asking them for Find Your Rainbow. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Rainy Day Diaries, an imperfect podcast that will dive headfirst into how you can thrive in your creative life and business, even if you struggle with mental wellness. I am your host, Jennifer Lynn, and as a longtime struggler of anxiety and depression myself, I hope this podcast will help you realize that you could still get stuff done when you deal with all these crazy things on a daily basis, that you're not alone, and that falling down does not mean you won't get back up again. I thank you so much for listening, and as always, if you have any suggestions or questions or topics you'd love to hear about, please email me at jenniferlynn at gmail.com. Thanks. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Rainy Day Diaries. This episode is called Mommypreneur Sanity Saving Hacks, which means I'm going to be making your life easier when you're a mom running a business. So here are five tips to help you not go insane, because let's be real here, it's really hard owning a business and being a stay-at-home mommy, not lying, (laughs) it's just hard. So let's just jump into the list here, shall we? Number one, make lists. It's crazy. Have you ever seen that movie, I Don't Know How She Does It? I think that's the name of it. It has Sarah Jessica Parker in it, and basically she lays in bed and makes lists in her head. It's actually a really good movie, so I totally recommend it. And it has, um, there's a certain thing that could go multiple ways, and I'm so grateful it went the way it did. (laughs) That's very fake, but I don't want to give anything away from the movie. So number one is making lists and not just making lots and lots of lists. I have like a habit of making a list with tons of stuff on it. No, I totally recommend being super, super specific and making lists for home duties, like wifely duties, mother duties, and then another list for work duties, which you might already do that. But I want you to be like crazy, super, super specific because you're going to have little spurts of time to do very quick things or to speedily get through like batching of things and if you're not super specific when you have those five minutes it might (laughs) you might hear crickets especially after when your kid's crazy and you like literally have a nap time just yourself and you don't want to waste time you know you want to get something done but there's so many things to get done especially if you had like 40 to 60 hours a week or 30 hours a week or even 20 hours a week to work on your business to go from that to like five if you're lucky you just have to be like ridiculously specific because you're going to drown in stuff to do (laughs) so you can start by doing a brain dump which I've um I think I've talked about another episode but you get everything out of your brain and you just dump it on a piece of paper if you have to because basically You want to make the separate lists and then immediately when you think of the next thing, you want to just add it to that specific list ASAP because mom brain is real and you like remember something and then you completely forget it like a second later. Like constantly, I say, hey, hon, you want some tea? Actually, it's funny. I don't call my husband hun. I call him love. But I say, hey, love, want some tea? (laughs) And he says, yeah, sure. And then I just forget about that. And maybe like 10 or 15 or 20 minutes later, he's like, where's my tea? And 
yeah, in one ear out the other, in the brain and like leaked out the brain. It's insane. I didn't realize how bad of a thing this is. I thought maybe when you become pregnant and you lose your mind, it will come back when you're a mom, but no, it's just gone. And I've asked a bunch of moms when it ever comes back and they laugh. So I'm hoping it comes back just a little bit. That would be good. <laughs> I actually forgot my address the other day. That's really bad. <laughs> so number one, making lists. Number two, try to balance your household stuff and work stuff during your work day. So my husband had a suggestion, which was like, Monday, work on podcasts. Tuesday, work on um, like your illustrations. Wednesday, do the house chores. Like Thursday, etc., etc. Except there is so much freaking laundry. Like your baby will go through so much laundry and so many dishes, and you're gonna be forgetful. And there's gonna be potentially bottles and dishes that you've eaten stuff throughout the day, or the baby's eaten throughout the day, depending on their age. And it's just too hard to designate. Um, like Tuesday is house cleaning day and Wednesday is like podcast day because what if on Wednesday on podcast day, I don't feel like podcasting or there's something else in my brain. I know, I don't know. Maybe this would work for someone else, but I kind of find the way that I can kind of stay sane is I found that I can um, empty the dishwasher while he was awake or sometimes I could fold laundry while he was awake. And every blue moon, I can put him in the play area now that he's a little bit older. He's nine months now. And I can, like, play with him and sneak away and maybe do an email or two. But then naps time, naps since he's still napping consistently, which I know is not everyone's case, especially with an older baby. And by older, I mean nine months. (laughs) But he still naps multiple times a day, so the naps are my time. And it's not chore time, regardless of if I decide to work or not. Those naps are precious to me if I end up just needing to check out because he was insane or if I need to nap that day to keep going and watching him for another like five or seven or ten hours. Um, Sometimes I do that. Often I'll designate like what I need to do that day if I feel like working or if I have the brain power to work on specific things. And I'll try to batch it. So if I want to contact bookstores, I'll try to contact a lot of bookstores. If I want to contact news people, I try to do a lot of that. If I have to write emails, I want to, if I want to clear out my email bin, like something very specific. If I want to like clean off my work desk, I like very specifically only do that. And then when he's awake, I try to do as many chores as possible, especially now that he's eating, I could stick him in our high chair. And if you live in a one-story house and you move around the house and do lots of stuff like I do, a high chair with wheels is like a godsend. I like kind of drag him through the house when he's in a calm mood and I give him like some puffs or cracker or whatever. Um, He's eating that day, peas, beans, whatnot. And I kind of let him eat. And then when he's calm or playing with a toy or just, you know, playing with his food, I'll sometimes drag him into the office and I'll organize that for a few minutes. (laughs) So The naps are for me, whether I'm watching TV, if I'm being honest, or watching TV and working, which is often the case, or napping or whatnot. And then I try to do as many chores as possible. Like, I'm not a great housewife, quote unquote. I am not the cleanest person. I am like, I'm a gross person. I think I'm more like a guy than like how a woman should be with cleanliness. Um, But (laughs) I know that's like stereotyping, but I'm not like a normal like cleanliness woman (laughs) 
Um, anyways, I can bang out a lot of household chores really fast these days, which I never could do before I was a mom. So one, make lists. Two, try to balance household stuff and work stuff. Three, take advantage of your baby's calm times. So Ollie was a little behind with the independent play now. I know I mentioned this before, but sometimes I can get a whole 10 minutes out of him and I can get smaller tasks done, like placing an order, or not placing an order, packing an order, or sending an important email, or planning an Instagram post, something small that doesn't take a lot of my brain. Um, sometimes it's just washing bottles or washing the plates he used, or sometimes it is household stuff. But generally, if he is like independently playing for sometimes up to 10 minutes, I can get small things done. And it's amazing. And then making time during those nap times to do the harder stuff, which sometimes that's even hard. <laughs> I think I used hard too many times. But um, number four is, well, let me go back. Sometimes when you're with a baby all day long, sometimes 10 hours a day, sometimes they nap, sometimes they don't, sometimes it's easy, sometimes it's hard, sometimes it's a mixture, which is more normal. But even during those nap times, I often have trouble writing, like doing real stuff, (laughs) like writing real emails, pitches, or writing podcasts, um, or like doing things that actually take a lot more of my brain than just kind of like banging out a lot of the same thing, especially if I've done it before. Like I definitely recommend like if there's an email you send out all the time, you make a template on it, which if someone doesn't know how to do that, I can explain that in another episode. It's called canned emails, which are amazing and helpful. So once you send something out a bunch of times, you can can it and you can have an automatic template to then send to another million other people, which is so much easier. So even during nap times, it's sometimes really hard to turn on that part of your brain that works hard to write or be uh, articulate, like a podcast episode or an important email. I totally recommend, especially if you're sending a lot of the same email, to use the canned email template thing. Um, I don't know if you guys know how to do that. I'm hoping you do, but there's something called a canned response, which is basically like a template of a bunch of different emails you send consistently. So when I invite people on the podcast um, or like want to send them the the information to interview them or when I'm pitching bookstores or press or whatnot, um, there's like pre-made templates of the emails that I send out consistently, which is amazing and helpful. But if there's something you have to write from scratch or a pitch you want to do or something that you can't necessarily turn on that deep part of your brain that needs to think while you have your baby home with you all day because some days are really hard. Some days they nap, some days they don't. Some days they're crazy, sometimes they're calm. Generally mine's crazy, but usually most days are in between. <laughs> so that leads me to number four. Make time for your work that's harder for you to do. It's Hard to get articles written or podcasts recorded when your baby's around all the time. It's hard for me to get my mind to work more than a template email often. And even those are sometimes hard for me. But it's important to me, so I have to do it. Not I want to do it. No, I have to do this. This is my purpose in life. I have to be a person. I love being a mom, but it's important to be a person and a mom. That's just, that's something you need to know so bad. (laughs) So that leads me to number five. Take advantage of your husband's little times having the baby. 
I still haven't found chunks of time where my husband has the baby and I get to work. I just can't figure it out yet. It's really hard. A lot of moms work at night. I'm exhausted. I won't be a human the next morning because he's still feeding throughout the night. And, But currently, as I was writing this, my husband was cooking breakfast and my son was eating a teething biscuit, which are his favorite. And I know he's content and I get to work a little bit. And it's not hours of time with a big mocha at a cafe. Like it's like I used to just have to do or be able to do, but it's something I have and I have to accept that this is life right now, at least until my business is um, more consistently fruitful and I can have like a babysitter or a mother's helper or whatnot. But so let me reiterate the list. Make lists, try to balance your household stuff and work stuff. Take advantage of your baby's calm times, which I know until he was a little bit older, there might not be any, or they might be. It just depends on your child. Number four, make time for your work that's harder for you to do. Even if it's 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, an hour, it's gold. (laughs) Time for yourself is gold. And then take advantage of your husband's little times having the baby. Those are like my main five. They're main five sanity things to be a mommypreneur. And I'm going to be honest, working while being a stay-at-home mom is just freaking hard. When you're not making a solid weekly income, like when you work for somebody else, it's hard for your partner to understand your need to work as much. And I need to work. (laughs) I have a purpose. I'm going to work. I have to do it. That's just what it is. So I hope that these suggestions will help you. I'd love to know what other sanity saving hacks you have. Please let me know in the comments or send me an email, jenniferlynn at gmail.com. And I hope you have a fab day. Get some stuff done. Or don't, just watch TV. Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. If you liked the episode, please subscribe or even better, leave a review. It makes iTunes really happy and hopefully makes them share this podcast with other people, which would make me really happy. If you have any ideas for topics to cover or for people you'd like me to interview, please email me. My email address is in the show notes. And thank you again. Have a great day.